I'm Jenny Galuzzo, co-founder of The Second Shift. Welcome to our podcast where we talk all things women, work, and well-being, how they intersect, our competing forces, and how to create and maintain personal and professional alignment in your life. Let's do this. Here we go on a solo episode of the Second Shift podcast featuring me, Jenny Galuzzo, co-founder of the Second Shift. This was not originally the plan for this week. Originally, the plan for this week was an interview with Farnoosh Torabi, who is a journalist and a writer, and she has a new book called State of Panic, and it is all about the different levels of fear and different states of fear, what causes them and how to flip the script on those fears and use them as positive and to see them as positive momentum to move forward and to realize your dreams. But I screwed it up and somehow the whole recording got messed up. It's actually the first time that this has happened in the year that I've done this podcast, which is a miracle because I am a Luddite when it comes to technology. So I'm constantly checking everything to make sure I'm not doing that. And then I don't know what I did. Somehow it got all chopped up. So Farnoosh, if you're listening, I would love to re-record that because it was really interesting and it was all about how to overcome fear and to have an abundant mindset around money and around success and to make sure that you are really making money, living your richest and most fulfilled life. So those are all things that we love here on the Second Shift Podcast. And I would really enjoy re-recording that podcast because we got into some really interesting topics like the whole idea of girl math, the whole idea of women who, even though they are successful in their own right, absolve themselves of the responsibility of money in their relationship and finances in their relationship and the power dynamics around that. So I'm hoping that that is something we'll be able to talk about at another time. But talking about the idea of getting past fear and using fear as something to compel you forward, I decided that we would have a little chat today on a question that comes up a lot because I do this one-on-one coaching where I meet people and I talk to them about a very specific issue. And it's not a whole long process usually around traditional coaching. It's really about somebody who needs to have an idea bounced back at them or some clarity or somebody to say, this is where you should focus your attention. Do this, don't do that. Here's what you're really trying to say. Here's why you're stuck. And it's something I love, I love doing. It it fulfills a level of curiosity about other people that I have. I love hearing people's personal stories and journeys and But anyway, in the nearly 10 years that I have been working at the second shift and primarily listening to people at various states in their career paths. Some are at the beginning and they're looking out at the journey in front of them and they're thinking, how is this going to go? How do I set myself up for success? Some women are in the middle of it, are in that those years where kids and responsibilities or geography moves your life in ways that you didn't plan at the beginning. 
And then the women who maybe their kids are grown or they've accomplished the things that they've set out to do. And then the fear of the unknown of what comes next. What do I want to do next? What's my next chapter? All of these phases in life are different career transitions. Now, the second shift specifically was set up to have women be able to continue their career trajectory, to own their own career journey, and to be able to step in, step out, to create flexibility where there was none. So work was not a binary. It was not you either work or you don't work. And in some ways, I pat myself on the back because we've done that. The world has, in the last 10 years, really adapted itself to that story way more than it was 10 years ago, where it kind of was a binary. There wasn't this idea of flexible hybrid, remote work, using flexible talent, the reason for diverse talent, all of those things that have happened in the last 10 years since the second shift started. And we have had a hand in making that a reality. But it doesn't mean, though, that even though the optionality is there, that it solves whatever problems are going on within somebody's mind as they then try to navigate their own career journey. Because now there's a lot of options, and that's great. That is what we set out to do, give people options. But when it comes down to it, sometimes having a lot of options is scary too, because you you don't know, or you're caught in an old storyline. And so people come to me and they are in this place where they don't know, are they taking this path? Are they taking that one? What is it they really want? And clarifying that and helping people to focus, to set an intention, to really understand what they're looking for, what they're saying and what they're afraid of, and then be able to move forward is something that I love doing. And in this experience of listening to and being part of all of these women's stories over the past 10 years, there's a lot of commonality. And there's a lot of things that you sort of hear over and over again. And it depends on the age. It depends on the demographic. It depends on the geography. But there's a commonality. And so I have been really trying in the past few months, and this is something I'm doing in January, like codifying a system where this is how you do it if you're in a career transition. Here are the steps you need to take to move yourself forward or to understand how you want to move forward or what you want to do, why you want to do it. So I figure we might as well work through this together in the next few minutes because Farnoosh isn't here. So we're just, I'm just going to riff on this. And if anyone is listening and has some ideas for me or things that they think would be helpful, feedback, I'm open to it. So obviously, everyone has a different story. And the why, the position that you're in, the responsibility that you have, it's all different for everybody. And it's really personal. And there's so much anxiety, hope, insecurity, relief, fear that goes into the mix of changing transitioning, moving from one phase to another in your life. You know, you could have left a job, had a baby and want to go back to work. And all of a sudden you're seized with panic and fear. All along this process, there are pitfalls, there are obstacles, and it's not easy. But 
there are some commonality in the story of how you have to do it. So you have to be willing to do the work, number one. If you want to successfully have a career transition, if you want to transition from one job to another, from one career to another, leaving the workforce, coming back into the workforce after a time out, changing the type of work you have, starting a business, all of these things are big decisions. And this is where you have to be able to look at yourself, go inward a little, do some work. And with a mixture of honesty and optimism, really figure out like, what are your hopes and dreams? What is the life you want to live look like? If you're not happy, is it because you're living somebody else's hopes and dreams? Is it what you thought it was going to be, but then it turned out to be disappointing and this isn't actually what you want? And so it's time to move on. Are you carrying the baggage of an old story into a different chapter of your life that it doesn't exist anymore? Have you changed as a person? And so that life that you were living doesn't really fit. These are all things that are true and can be true. And so think through your life, who you are in this moment, what you're grateful for, what you want to focus on, what you want to leave behind. What do you need financially, personally, professionally? What is it that makes you tick? What is the thing that's going to give you the feeling of purpose and validation in your life? And your career can't be your identity. That should not be the case. But your career is something that should be outside of a very peaceful existence in life that you have created. And then your job is something that you do. And hopefully it's something that you do and you get a sense of excitement, validation, mental stimulation, and ego from. But it can't be your identity. Otherwise, there's too much riding on your career. And if anything goes wrong in your career, you're sacrificing yourself for that. So this is where, in this part, this audit, This is where you go like real ruthless on yourself. And it's hard to do that. It takes courage to look inward, to look at what your skill sets are. What are you good at? What sets you apart? What do you do well? And where do you fail in your current job and succeed in your current and past jobs? And ask people around you, get feedback, talk to people, figure out What could you have done better? Is there an area that you should be focusing on because you had a lot of strength in that area? Is there some place where you really need to work on it because in your past jobs, it held you back? And then be realistic. Know what's possible for you. Don't like plan to switch from being a banker to a doctor if you don't have years to go back to school and the money to do that and the time. So just... Be honest with yourself where you are in this moment in time and what is going to work with your age, with with all the sets of circumstances of your life. And then don't give up a full-time salary. If you rely on your salary to keep the lights on and you want to go and switch careers or do something different, see if there's a way to do both at the same time. Keep your job and try this other thing out. You're a CFO and you want to be a comedian, go work the clubs at night and keep your day job until that's a success. You just don't know. So you want to kind of hedge your bets on what you're doing. And, And I do hear this from women who are at the end of their rope of 
being able to tolerate whatever job or commute or life or stress that they're dealing with. And then they're like, no, I'm just going to go, you know, jump into the deep end and do this thing because I've always had this dream. But they need the money or they need the insurance. They need the safety net. And they're just so frazzled that they would rather take the leap into the unknown where I'm like, before you get to the point of being frazzled is where you do this audit, is where you have to be thinking and and really processing through your emotion and what you're feeling about your job, about yourself, about your unhappiness. Is it you? Is it other things? Is it even true? Do you have to leave your job or can you try something out in the extra hours and make that time to be able to to do that and see if it's something that you even like? I have done that before in the past where just hastily made a decision about a career choice without really thinking it through because I was you know tired or I didn't like this thing or I didn't like that thing. And then I think you wind up regretting those choices and taking a moment, slowing down, you know, your career is a marathon, being able to process things and really evaluate it from an unemotional standpoint or getting in front of that place where you're just ready to jump is better. It's like they always say you shouldn't look for a job if you don't have one. It's better not to make emotional decisions. And then really have goals, set intentions, see where you want to go in your in your life, and then write it down, say it out loud, be confident about it, like visualize what it is that you want to do. You know, you're thoughtful about a lot of things, right? People are thoughtful about what they name their children or where their kids go to school or where they live. Be thoughtful about your career like that. Like this is a huge part of your life. And if it's something that you want to be doing with an enormous amount of your time, energy, and years of life, you should be just as, if not more thoughtful about that. Because while it's not, like I said, your entire identity, it is an enormous part of your life. And so don't jump into an identity of, I, I don't work, I do work. This is my job. This is my job. This is a too big of a piece of your life to just leave to chance or to not have a very thought out reason for what and why you're doing something. And then I would say, while you're waiting for whatever it is to happen, right? So you didn't take that jump and you're off and you're you're doing something on the side as a side hustle. I'm air quoting, you can't see it. Or you're waiting for the next job opportunity to come. Like do your homework. That's when you do your homework. Yes, you've already done the sort of like mental audit part of it that we talked about. Now it's the homework part. The hard part where you network, you're getting busy, you're working your way towards your goals, you're updating your resume, you're getting your LinkedIn, you're understanding your pricing model, you're understanding the market that you want to enter, you're reaching out to colleagues all the time. People reach out to me all the time for a little bit of advice or a network or this or that. I just want to run something by you. And I'm always happy to do that. And any little piece of advice that you can glean adds up into a bigger story and helping to define what it is, who you are, what you're going after, what your goals are. And then I would really set yourself up, set your life up for your future reality. You know, you hear people talk about like manifesting things all the time and you should act as if. Well, again, that's the same in this case, right? If you're trying to 
move into a different type of life, if you haven't been working and you want to go back to work, you need to be setting yourself up. You need to be acting as if, right? So do you have the time and space and extra care in your family? Is everything set up right? Do you have a place to work in your house if you're working from home? Do you have the tools that you need? Do you have the current understanding of the tools that you need? Are you taking a course on chat GPT? So that way, when you step back into that workforce, you are ready to go. Make sure you can jump in feet first because We've seen it happen all the time. Somebody goes out, they get the job, and then it's a muscle. Work is muscle memory. So you want to be prepared. You want to be doing the work and know that when the opportunity comes, it's a smooth transition because you've already set yourself up for that success. And then just be open. Somebody says, take this meeting, do it. Don't be afraid. Just go with the flow, like let go a little bit, trust the process, trust that things always work out. And so if you've done the work on yourself and you've done the work to set yourself up, you've just got to relax into the experience of this process and pay attention to who you're talking to, you know, take all the meetings. Somebody, like I said, somebody wants to make an introduction, go with it. Like you may not get exactly the thing that you want that you wrote down on that list at step one, but other opportunities are going to pop up. And so if you're too uptight, if you're too nervous, if you're too anxious, you're going to negate whatever experiences are coming up. You have to come at this from a place of like openness, positivity, and enjoying of this experience of this transition, being in the transition And then you'll be able to see when it comes into you, when the opportunities come, when an introduction is made that is going to be beneficial to you and you are going to go into it without fear. So that way, you know that it's the right fit for you. And I honestly believe that if you have a positive attitude, if you honestly desire your goals and you've done the necessary work to achieve them, you have good intentions, that... I know it's woo-woo, but I think the universe has your back. But it takes the effort and the self-knowledge and being thoughtful and mindful of how you are in the world to be able to get what you want and have it be a successful endeavor, both the process of getting it and then the outcome of living it. Anyway, those are my thoughts for today. It's a little mushed up. Thank you for listening. I feel like between now and January, I'll, I'll pull it together more into something that's a little more cohesive. But I believe everything I said. I've just got to do the work myself and understand what it is that I'm trying to tell you to do and focus it more. But this is where we're going second shift. So I would take any feedback you have on this episode anything that you think made sense or didn't. I kind of rambled for like 20 something minutes. So I feel like there might've been a lot of things that don't make sense, but there you have it. That's my philosophy. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining the conversation. For more, you can follow along at thesecondshift.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and help us make work work for you and for all women.